Market shifting, low inventory, high interest rates in this real estate industry. The feds now have holded the pattern of raising interest rates, but where are you at today in your real estate business? Welcome to the episode of Real Estate First Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. Today, we have a very special guest, someone who is with the iconic Wolfpack, Mike Sherrard, the whole gang over there. He's top 3% with that. Also has a podcast, crushing on social media. Definitely feel like his mindset is tuned to a frequency for success. And I love how right before I got him on the show, uh, before we started airing here on the show, I asked him specifically, is there anything specific you want to talk about? Anything you want to go over? He's like, I'm just curious about the questions you're going to ask me and more importantly, showing up authentically. So I absolutely love that. We have Kobe on the show, Real Estate First Technology. Welcome to the show, brother. Excited to have you on. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. I really appreciate you having me on here. I know you guys got a really good podcast going on and oh, uh, man. and uh, always love being a guest and uh, sharing anything I can. So. Right. At the end of the day, I feel like podcasts have really shifted. I feel like a lot of individuals' businesses, right? I think now more than ever, I, I know that people writing books and reading books, and then you have Audible, you can listen to books. And now with podcasts, it's like you can hear from and learn from someone like yourself that maybe doesn't have a book written yet, but you can then share knowledge, get information out there to people that need to hear it. And people that want to relate to someone like yourself, right? Someone that's going through or is going to go through some of the same things that you've already gone through in, in your life, Kobe. So I'm really excited to have you on it and to deep dive more into that. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I have my own podcast as well. And I think it's not only just a great insight into, you know, knowing who each individual person is, because you get to kind of sit down and, you know, just have a have a like a just a one on one conversation with them and get other other people to get it, have a sneak peek into it. But it's yeah. also a great way to just, you know, create a bunch of content. Uh, yes. And put it in different places, which is what I do. So I love that. I love that. So so tell us a little bit of like, your story, but more importantly, the success part of your story. So like when people are listening to the show right now and they're, you know, maybe struggling or they're, they want to have more success and they're trying to figure out how to dial things in so they can get to that next level. Let's talk about some of the things that you've dialed in with your specific business in order to earn a 3% growth, at, you know, rate within exp within the wolf pack and, and now being a leader with that and starting this podcast so let's talk a little bit about that so how did you how long have you been in the business so long and so far and how did you get to the point where you're at now to earn some of the accolades that you have yeah sure absolutely so i can kind of came from a, a more unique background as far as being in real estate so uh i'm currently 22 years old uh as of this recording i uh, got it. my license about three or so years ago so i got my license when i was 18 years old wow um, my real estate license that is. And yeah. the reason why I did that was because I, I actually wanted to, I never really wanted to be like an agent, if you will. I just read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad about a Great couple book. months after graduating high school. And I was obsessed with this idea of be, you know, having passive income. So that's mm. why I got my real estate license so that I could be in proximity with, you know, like other real estate investors and yeah. people who are having success kind of have, you know, building wealth and, and passive income. Right. And I thought that was kind of like a, you know, like a, it made sense for me to do that. Right. So I could be in proximity with people. And that's how I got connected with, you know, EXP and this entire group here. Cause there's a lot of investors that, you know, within our circle and our group yeah. that, uh, they actually came from investor background. So I was really drawn towards mm -hmm. that and, you know, kind of how I got started with, you know, kind of what I'm doing now, which is growing and building an organization at EXP. Uh, with the Wolfpack, and it was really just um, 
you know, I saw it as a different perspective as far as being able to build passive residual income within the industry without having to, you know, go through the traditional route, which is getting financing, taking all of the risk, time, stress yes. of buying and holding rental properties, which, you know, I tried to get a loan back when I was 18. And it's like, that wasn't, that wasn't something that I was able no. to do. So this is another way for me to do that and build residual income without having to take on all of the financing and the debt and, you know, all the capital expenditures and everything, you know, all the, all the good stuff, if you will. Uh, so yeah. that's how I got started doing that. And as far as my success wow. and, you know, it's just really being around great people. Like you mentioned, you know, we're, you know, you know, we have a really good group here. You know, I work uh, pretty closely with uh, a gentleman named Connor Steinbrook, who is the uh, okay. founder of Wolfpack organization. I love um, it. Really great mentor for me. And I kind of saw what he was able to do with, you know, building an organization within EXP. And, you know, I, I just kind of took after that and learned a lot about personal development, self-development, which is something that I didn't do before I got into real estate. I was actually quite the opposite, if you will. Uh, but once I started going down that path, I think that was really what made the change for me. It was just, you know, more of changing your mindset, changing, you know, how you feel about yourself, if you will. Yes. And that was what was the big change for me and kind of skyrocketed from there. Wow. I love that. So what now three years in you're about three years. One thing I have to say that is very interesting to me, and I, I want to say the stat, if I remember it correctly, was 87% of real estate professionals don't have passive income. And I think that's a huge thing to think about for whoever's listening right now or watching on YouTube and, and thinking to themselves, it's like with the downturn and the swings of the market, you know, interest rates, things are going to shift. Nothing's going to stay exactly the same. The fact that you already have the mindset of passively wanting to have income is great because you won't feel much of that kind of swing of the market. So it doesn't matter if it's high inventory, low inventory. Yes, transactionally wise, you might not have as many transactions, but as far as passive residual income, if that's paying for your lifestyle, you know, and all of your bills, then you would be and should be fine. So, so you were getting into, so were you doing like fix and flip or are you trying to just do wholesale deals um, and then just get contracts signed and sign those over to investors so you potentially could start getting some cash flow going before you got your real estate license? How did that work for you? Right. So I was just doing a lot of like research into what this whole investing thing was and all these things yeah. were coming up like flipping and wholesaling. And I, I didn't really, I didn't really gravitate towards any of them because it was, you know, they weren't passive residual income streams. But if you're flipping a house, you know, you flip yeah, a house, you can make, you know, 10, 50, 20, you know, whatever, how much money, you know, you're making there, but it's, that's it, right? Yeah, you have to go to the cash. next one. And just like you were saying as a, as an agent, right? You're not taking on as many risks with the transaction, but it's the same thing. You close a deal and then you have to close another one and so on and so forth. You can make a million dollars a year as an agent, but the following year you have to start from zero. Right. Yes, so I didn't gravitate really towards any of that. Um, now, when I first started, I did work as more of an inside sales agent as a just cold calling homeowners just to kind of learn how the, you know, how real estate worked. And that was already when I had my license. So I had kind of a, I would say a little bit more credibility there as I was talking to people. And I learned a lot of, you yeah. know, just understanding communication and understanding how, you know, it's not really about you. It's more about how you can help somebody else and what their yep. problem is. So that's kind of the approach that I take now as I talk to other agents is not so much about, you know, how great I am or how great of all the things that we do, but more so of, you know, what is your problem? What is it that, you know, you're looking for with us and how can we come in and support you and what you're doing? So that's some of the things that I learned in the beginning 
Um, but yeah, I did have a little, little bit of experience in the first couple of months that I got my license kind of doing a little bit of that. So. I love that. You know, one thing that came up for me, which is kind of interesting is the personal development side um, and your mentor within the Wolfpack. And I love how that wasn't something that came up for you, but it's something that you've really gravitated to. And I think that at the end of the day, the people that are the most successful people in the, in any industry, in any light is people that are focused, deliberate, and they know what they want. The more that you know what you want and you have whatever goals, call them what you will, but you know, aspirations, goals, and you know what you want to do, where you want to go, the more you're going to have success. And at the end of the day, it sounds like what you're doing a really good job of is just solving problems. You're, you're seeing what's going on. You're solving those problems and you're coming up with solutions. So now you're three years in, you now have gravitated to the education portion, made the phone calls, got your license. Now you're licensed and now you're top 3%, you know, growth within the uh, Wolfpack, which is amazing exp that's awesome so where are you at now is it more traditional transaction size have you already secured your first property and now start to see some passive income as, as far as what you gravitated to yeah actually um quite the uh, i would say quite the opposite of that as far as traditionally uh goes for agents so i have my real estate license but you know three years into the industry i'm considered quote unquote successful uh, at least by my my peers if you will but um, never done a single transaction uh, with my license or without my license for that matter. Wow. Um, because this is not, you know, that's not really what I'm looking to do, right? I never wanted yeah. to be an agent in the beginning. I kind of thought that, you know, maybe if I was a good agent, that wasn't something that I would, you know, necessarily turn down. Yeah. But as I started to bring in agents to my organization through the EXP model, you know, it just became a lot more, I'll say a lot more fun, first and foremost, but also a wow. lot more rewarding because. I get to now build what's the equivalent to a rental portfolio first without having to take on debt, without having to take on financing, simply because every time I refer an agent to join the company and then I help them close the transaction, every time they close a the deal, I get paid uh, on that mm, transaction because of the, the way the platform is designed. So right now, I'm currently at, you know, I have over 60 agents spanned out across 20 different states and even actually two different countries because we are a global company, a global organization. Congratulations. That's and, huge. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, still to this day, have not closed a single transaction. So that's, I think that's what the unique thing about this, this platform, this model is for me is, you know, I, you know, and I'm not the only person that's done this, right? I've seen other people do this before. So way more successful than me, even they have, they have thousands of agents, but they've come in uh, to, you know, EXP, the, you know, the brokerage, and they were able to build this, you know, huge organization of agents, uh, equivalent to multiple brokerages, if you think about yeah. the amount of agents they have. Um, and they had no real estate experience. These are people wow. who got their license, you know, they came from multiple different backgrounds. Some people were, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe in a network marketing industry, maybe somebody there was somebody who came in as a uh, little kids, little league soccer coach, right? And they have 1000s yeah. of agents. And I've seen these people come in and do that. And now I've came in as a high school graduate, really a college dropout if you think about it yeah um, i have over 60 agents now so it's i would say don't limit yourself right if you're listening to this there's so many different opportunities different things you can do uh i've done it and i continue to do it and uh, i'm really really excited about the future if you you know if you really think about it too so. dude congrats first off congratulations and i think for anyone's viewing and listening right now it's crazy how the episode has taken a turn it started off with like all right education, college guy, you know, get his real estate license. You're thinking, and I was thinking, right. And like speaking of being true, authentic and letting things flow the way that it is, 
you know, we have questions, but at the end of the day, we like to let it flow. And it's crazy how this just flowed out as far as like, okay, it's one thing to, you know, start getting into, like you said, there's not a lot of money there, but you could do buy, buy and hold, fix and flip. That's all things buy and hold. You can't make money monthly, but as far as fix and flip or, um, writing over deals, doing wholesaling, that's, it is what it is. As far as transactioning on the, on the buy side, sell side, traditional transaction as a real estate agent, you got to, it's always the next deal. Go from a million to zero. Now with the EXP model, and there's other companies out there too that have similar models, you can actually build a downline. And with that downline, you can start seeing passive residual income coming in. And the fact that you have your license, you've done your studies, you've done zero deals, but you've still attracted 60 agents to be underneath your downline, to listen to you, to understand and to learn from you because of the Wolfpack, probably because of your mentors and because of the self-development and because you give them something outside of like, hey, you know, if you look at like, we'll say a Mike Sherrard, someone that I'm pretty familiar with as far as he was the top performing real estate professional, he used to be an engineer, then got his real estate license. And then, you know, he, he uses those accolades as far as this is the success that I've had. If I could do it, you could do it for you. You take a different approach. And I want to deep dive a little bit more into that. So anyone who's thinking about maybe taking the same type of path that you're taking, right? They want to get the real estate license. Like, I'll be honest, I don't have my real estate license. We have probably 130 plus agents in about 15 states ourselves. We'll have 212 agents on the Liftoff agent side that sponsors this podcast. We've interviewed over 300 people on the podcast as well. Very grateful to even say that. And, you know, I'm not licensed at all, but I but still give value, add value, right? To help agents get out of their own way, set goals, get on video, passively prospect, you know, we work with a lot of various influencers in that space. How, how do you do it, man? How, how, do you, how do you attract, add value, and, and, and never transact it yourself? Right. That's a great question. And that was something that I struggled a lot with in the beginning as I was really exploring this, you know, this model. I can imagine. To, to attract agents, right? I was like, you know, yeah. how am I ever, you know, how am I ever going to bring anybody over? And who's going to listen to me? Mm -hmm. um, but it was really down to, as I started to talk to people, um, okay. nobody was really able to, articulate if you will the value of what a sponsor does uh at exp yeah. right because it's a new kind of deal right with these new yeah. models coming out you know they understand that the brokerage does what the brokerage does and the broker helps yep. in the way they do locally with contracts and everything but they're like well what does a sponsor do i have to you know choose this sponsor i don't know what you guys you know wh what do i get from choosing a sponsor right yeah so i started digging deeper into you know what exactly does a sponsor do right and then from the company's perspective, there's not much as far as a requirement goes. It's who introduced you to the company, right? But now, you know, as far as the the noise and just all of the information that's out there, people know about the company and they don't know it from a single individual, right? They yeah. know it from multiple mm -hmm. different people, different sources. They're mm -hmm. actually looking for additional value from the sponsor. And it doesn't necessarily have to be related to transacting real estate, right? It could be yeah. something yeah. different. It could be you know, how do I build my own downline, right? Because they want to take advantage of this opportunity, right? Or how do I, you know, build a, a YouTube channel or uh, a SEO highly ranking blog, right? Which is something that I did in the beginning to attract a lot of attention. I love that. I continue to do. Um, so that's what I what I figured was, you know, hey, nobody else is able to tell people what the value of a sponsor is. You know, we have all of these resources within our group that we can then share. So why not just leverage that? And I did that for, you know, year and a half. And then as I started wow. getting more agents, started getting more experience, started teaching them the different things that I was doing with my blog, with, you know, my podcast and everything as well. And now I'm now starting at a point to create my own value as well. 
that I can only offer to people. And, you know, it's something that's unique to me. And uh, so, yeah, wow. so it comes down to how you can help people, right? You don't want to limit yourself as far as your experience or lack thereof, in my case, of how, you, you know, how you can't help people. You always want to think about what is it that makes you special and unique and, you know, really thinking about maybe some of your, even your weaknesses and how you can turn that into like your, your value proposition, right? Because I tell yeah. agents all the time, how can I help you even though I've never sold real estate? Will you come over here to this model? I'm sure you want to take advantage of the uh, the opportunity to build your downline as well. I was able to do it, uh, build out to 60 agents now, and I don't have any you know transactions under my belt. So if I can do it, imagine when I, how much of this I can teach you, right? Yeah. Now I turn my weakness in the beginning now into a value proposition. So I would think you know encourage people to think creatively. That's kind of what I did. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of a kind of a packed packed little information set in there for some of the things that I do. I love that. Well, I think at the end of the day, confidence comes from knowledge of, of whatever it is that you understand, whether it's, you know, doing your SEO blog or doing social content or having a YouTube channel. At the end of the day, because you're with the Wolfpack and there's thousands of opportunities to learn from a mentor or a coach that can help you on the transaction side. So I can see where you can say, hey, this is where I'm at. I'll be your sponsor. I'll help with this side. And then you'll have this help on this side from these various different individuals within the Wolfpack. And we're all here to grow together because it's not like you don't see every single week, money, motivation, all the different things that are going on within the community of the Wolfpack just in general. So I got to say like, kudos to you, man, because I know one thing, one thing could be ageism because people say, oh, because you're young or whatever else, you don't whatever know this or whatever. But I love how you're changing that status quo, being someone who 18 to now 21 years of, of age, three years in the business, grew to a downline of 60 and done the things and overcome the things that would typically hold people up. So whoever's listening and viewing right now, just understand and know that like, you don't have to be held up by the shortcomings. You can actually propel yourself from the knowledge and the things that you already do know, because we all know something and we all could add value somehow, some way, right? Exactly like what you did, Kobe, to really be able to catapult your business to the next level. So I have, a, I have, a, I have an interesting question for you. As we get closer to ending the show, because I want to be respectful on time, um, we're going to have to get Kobe back on so we can have a longer episode than like around 20 minutes. If someone wanted to work with you on the buy side or sell side, would you take that client? Uh, no, I wouldn't. A um, couple of different reasons. One, I, I probably, you know, now three, four years into the industry, <laughs> I haven't done a deal yet. Probably not the best person to serve, you know, buyer or seller client anyways. I love it. Uh, but second is because I think everybody should, you know, pick their, their lane, right? Not, not to, you know, say, I'm not saying it in that, you know, that way. Pick like, out of my head, dude. <laughs> Right. Pick, pick your lane. Right. So what do you do best? What can you master and focus all of your time, efforts, resources and energy into that? Mm. And that's how you get the best results. Right. So for me, yeah, having, you know, more time, I would say than some people, because starting young, I decided to do that. Right. And I think, you know, I can make more mistakes, but whatever it is, if I'm focusing my energy in this one lane, five, 10, 20 years down the line, I'll be the master at it. And, you know, you will be, too, if you just put in the time and do that. So I wouldn't do that. I would just simply refer it out to one of the agents that is local to me here. That is my group. Um, and I, I don't even charge them referral, right? Cause I get paid on that transaction. So I, I don't even, you know, ask for a referral fee. I just give them out to, to my team. <laughs> so I love that. Cause you have 60 options and I'm sure you have some locally as well, which is huge. And I got to say the one thing that, uh, you know, kind of summing up the episode is stay in your lane, 
you know, do the things that you gravitate to, that you're passionate about, that you love doing, whether it's uh, blog writing, being on video, social content, meeting buyers and sellers and transacting, you know, doing that traditional transaction. But I got to say that like, you really, and what I'm seeing more and more, and it's crazy to even think about this because just 10 years ago, this wasn't a thing. You've really simplified the process of showing someone that you can get your real estate license, you can join EXP, you can be a part of an amazing, say, downline like the Wolfpack, have an amazing mentor, and then just grow your own downline and not even transact. And I can imagine how much free time you do have because you know it's limitless as far as you make your schedule of when you want to meet, when you don't want to meet, what meetings you want to show up to, what meetings you don't want to show up to. And as you sponsor individuals and you can leverage your past efforts for your future successes by utilizing video content, right? Hence your blog, hence your podcast, right? You get to do more of this. You can just be add more value. So, dude, I just had to say hats off to you. Go check out Kobe. Links are down below. Subscribe, notification bell. Go give this man a follow. And in closing, what would you like to leave our viewers and listeners as we close out today's episode? Absolutely. Um, again, thank you for having me on the show. I'm super honored to be here, <laughs> honestly. Of course, so, man. Uh, it's been amazing. For our viewers and our, and our listeners who are watching this. But just to kind of wrap up, I think, you know, really believe in believe in yourself first and foremost. I think that's the most important part, work on yourself. But I tell people all the time, um, you know, you don't want to, uh, you know, you can do everything, you can do anything in life that you want to, but you can't do everything. You don't have that much time. We get one chance at this. So figure out what is it that you really want to do? What is it you want to create in your life? And don't worry about what other people think, because at some point or another, those opinions are not going to matter. So mm. go for what you want to do. Again, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. So pick what it is that you want to do and then go ahead, focus all your energy into it and do it. Let's go, man. Ladies and gentlemen, go follow Kobe. He's crushing it. I'm very grateful to say that you had you on the show. Um, you're absolutely doing things that it's just making the whole process super simple. And I can even think to myself who I want to share this episode with because I know sometimes people like to overcomplicate things. And that's me. I'm an overcomplicator. And it's just like, you don't have to, it's like, keep it super simple, stupid. I'm just going to be honest for myself, right? At the end of the day, uh, we're having success. A lot of things are going absolutely amazing. I wouldn't take anything back for the, for the world because I'm a, I'm not very simple type of guy anyways. But uh, I got to say, for anyone who's listening out there that wants to just keep it simple, check out Kobe. He's the man. Thank you so much for being on today's episode. Um, and thanks to our viewers and listeners as it, you know, is our intention for them to take things from these episodes, apply to the business, and have more massive success. Thanks for waiting to the end or staying to the end. Thanks, Liftoff, for sponsoring the show. Hit that notification bell and subscribe. New episodes every Friday. And we'll see you guys all on the next one.